He who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. Difference between depression and joy. It's purpose, that kind of purpose, that to live in service, not to you, but to live in service to humanity, to live in service to your family, to live in service to your church, to your city, to your country, to the world, living in service, that is the purest form of joy. To get something you never had, you have to do something you never did. Make a choice, like you just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. Just decide. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. Imagine you're on your deathbed, and standing around your deathbed are the ghosts representing your unfulfilled potential. The ghost of the ideas you never acted on. The ghost of the talents you didn't use. And they're standing around your bed, angry, disappointed, and upset. They say, we, we came to you because you could have brought us to life, they say. And now we have to go to the grave together. When you wake up in the morning and your life means something to somebody other than you, that you have a purpose, if you don't go do the things that you're gonna do, people's lives will suffer. And putting yourself in the game, you're giving yourself an opportunity to achieve something that everybody else said was impossible. There is no passion to be found playing small settling for a life that's less nothing in life is worthwhile unless you take risks nothing it's not going to kill you the moment you realize the next step isn't going to kill you and that next step is the first step to evolving changing growing and learning and becoming literally the best version of yourself that's the most beautiful thing not how much you have it's what you do with what you have and we all have different gifts. Some money, some love, some patience, some the ability to touch people, but we all have it. Use it, share it. That's what counts. The constant commitment to putting something in the world of value, as long as you can stay focused on delivering your art and delivering yourself and delivering your energy and delivering your ideas, for the world to be better. The secret to success is doing a lot of little things consistently over a long period of time. The moment of every single day has a massive impact on where you ultimately end up. The way to improve lives is to continually improve yourself. Good people have to get out of the bed every day and try to empty the ocean with a soup spoon, you know, as the, the mentality of how you wake up every day to try to do good in the world. You really gotta focus with all of your fiber and all of your heart and all of your creativity. Dreams without goals are just dreams, and they ultimately fuel disappointment. Goals on the road to achievement cannot be achieved without discipline, and consistency. What if I told you this was the last Monday morning of your life? What if I told you you die this week? Would you complain about your crap job or that test you don't want to take? I doubt it. You would go much higher level thinking. Well, that's really what it takes. It takes understanding that if you're not pumped right now, if you're begrudging what you're about to do, if you're, if you're not looking forward to it, look, 
I respect practicality. You gotta go through school because your parents want to. You gotta pay your rent. You got student loans. I get it. But please recognize the world we're living in. We're living in a world where there's so much more opportunity. This internet thing created way more opportunity for all of us. Way more. I mean, look, you might not even be alive. Like, your mom and dad could have had sex like three minutes later and you wouldn't even exist and you're complaining. You could have ended up being a bus, a tree. I just don't get the mentality of being head down sad on a Monday morning. I'm gonna make Monday morning my, I'm gonna make you Saturday Monday morning. That's what I wanna do every morning. That's what I want from you. Please, take a step back and think about how awesome it actually is. And then recognize that you can attack the world in a totally different way because you were lucky enough to be born during this era. Take full ownership for everything and then everything gets easy because then you're in control. The separation of talent and skill is one of the greatest misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have dreams and want to do things. Talent you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft. There's no easy way around it. No matter how talented you are, your talent is gonna fail you if you're not skilled. You know, if you don't study, if you don't work really hard and dedicate yourself to being better every single day. Learn how to love to lose. We all have losses. And so, I like losses. I love adversity, I like the climb, I like the chip on my shoulder, I like when people are like, oh I knew it, he's not that good. I like adversity. Do you have the guts to fail? You will fail at some point in your life. Accept it. You will lose. You will embarrass yourself. You will suck at something. Embrace it because it's inevitable. You hang around the barbershop long enough, sooner or later you're going to get ahead. Every failed experiment is one step closer to success. Thomas Edison conducted 1,000 failed experiments because the 1,001st was the light bulb. Everything up to the stepping out, there's actually no reason to be scared. It only just ruins your day. You're, you don't have to jump. And then in that moment, all of a sudden, where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. And God placed the best things in life on the other side of terror. On the other side of your maximum fear are all of the best things in life. Yet I went out in the world and I carried myself and I held my head high and I stood there and I looked people in their eyes and I talked to people as if I was deserving. You could be whatever you want to be. You could do whatever you want to do. And I want you to keep in your heart, just know that you can. Your behavior is what's going to change you. But you also have to start by asking yourself, what do I want and why do I want it? Why don't I have it? You know, what am I willing to do to get it? And I do think in, in terms of listening to, to one of your earlier podcasts, I do think there's value in writing things down, but in a really simple way. Um, I've learned probably the most things through the best athletes in the world and Michael Johnson, who had the gold shoes. I'll never forget, Drew Brees were, were training for the NFL Combine in 2001. There's 18 guys. Michael just finished winning his fourth gold medal, and he comes in and he's just, just a badass dude. Fastest man alive. Fastest man alive at that point. Um, he had just run uh, the 43.18, um, you know, and then when he ran the 19.3, it was uh, 26 miles per hour. The fastest, the fastest 50 to 150, he ran 9.1 flat. 
So all these athletes were in awe of Michael. And I, I think Drew at the time says, hey man, do you set goals? He said, yeah. He said, where'd you learn? He said, what do you mean where'd I learn? So where'd you learn? Like, do you learn in college? I didn't learn in college. He said, did you learn like smart goals? Like, or smart goals, you know? And smart goals are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and with the time frame. Michael said, when I would go into Safeway, I recognized that if I walked into Safeway and I wrote eight things down, I would walk into Safeway and I'd walk out of Safeway in five minutes. If I walked into Safeway and had nothing written down, I would be in there for 20 minutes and I'd find myself on aisle eight and I'd be anxious and I'd be nervous and I'd be, why am I looking at the wheat thins and the ho-hos when I know I don't need any of those things? And he said, so because I wrote it down in Safeway and it worked, I figured why would I be any different about my athletic career? And I think that that's the level that we need to educate people. I hope it takes what it takes, basically is an introduction to self-help that when I look at mindfulness being the brand and, and uh, Headspace being a billion dollar valuation, and I sit there and think at you know, 44 years old and growing up in this my whole life, the only time I can meditate is at the end of church. It's such a challenging skill. And is it important? Absolutely it's important. Do our affirmations important? Absolutely they're important. Are changing from the inside out important? Yes, but they're not the starting points. Don't say stupid shit out loud. Be mindful of what you consume. If I watch three minutes of news, it increases my probability by 27%. I'm going to say I had a shitty day. See, do you agree with me that our lives today as a generation of people has become far more comfortable and far more convenient simply because of our understanding of science and our exploitation of that knowledge as technology? Yes, hmm? definitely. We are the most comfortable generation ever in the history of humanity, no question about it, isn't it? Yes. We are super empowered because of the science and technology. As there is a science and technology for our external well-being, there is a whole science and technology for inner well-being. Unfortunately, most cultures have ignored this and thinking, that if you make all the external arrangements well, everything will be okay. United States of America is a huge statement that this is not how it works. Awesome. The most affluent country on the planet, seventy percent of the population are supposed to be on prescription medication. Yeah. Wow. What's the best way for people to interact with you? They don't have to interact with me because... To learn from you, maybe. Because we can talk, if inspiration is what you need, encouragement was what you need, I'm willing to talk. But talks will not bring solutions. They will bring some clarity. Solution will come only when you take a proper inward step. That's what inner engineering process is. We are doing everything possible to deliver it in as simple and as practical measures as it can be done. There was a time it was thought in such a complex way. Today we have simplified it, broken into five different pieces, offering it as five layers of program so that people can experience it in small doses and slowly step by step they can go. I'm seeing as you come into more and more affluent societies, their steps are far more baby steps than other people. <laughs> That's interesting. 
So, we've broken it into many steps so that small steps you can take one by one. I'm not interested in how much somebody is doing. I'm very interested in how they're doing it because that's what changes the quality of who we are. Because the content of our life will not change our life. It is the context of our life which changes our life. Because your content you have changed and you see people are not happy. Content of our life is phenomenally enhanced compared to how our grandparents lived here, isn't it? Even in this country. Yes. How can people change their context? That's what inner engineering is about. If your context shifts from your psychological and physiological process to the life process that you are, everything has changed. Because we must understand this, as we sit here, this is my body, that's your body, this is my mind, that's your mind. But there's no such thing as this is my life and that's your life. It's, this is a living cosmos. Everybody is free to capture as much as they want. If you capture substantial amount of life, your very presence will become a significant life. Otherwise, you will become a mediocre life. This is the important thing. It's not the knowledge you gather in your head, it's not the muscle that you gather in your body, it's the life. How much of a life are you? This will make you significant in your very presence. If world gives us an opportunity, we'll do something impactful. Otherwise, we're just a significant presence. A huge oak tree standing outside, it is not trying to create any impact. It is just impactful. If you go under its shade, you'll feel it. Otherwise also it's impactful. Most people notice it only when it's gone. Hey guys, my name is Mark Cox. I took what was $2,000 of loaned money from school and turned it into over $750,000 while in college. Now that I'm out of college and graduated, I day trade for a living and teach people just like you how to trade and get financial freedom or at least get another source of income. With my system, you not only get courses that teach you all the basics and what you need to know before jumping into stocks, but also you're going to learn how to do everything the right way and work with me personally. As long as you have a cell phone or a computer, you can learn how to trade right from anywhere in the world as long as you have Wi-Fi. So join me, get started now, and let's become a profitable trader.